Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Now there's a cultural gap here that we need to deal with right off the bat in this sermon. And that is... I would venture to say that nobody here in this congregation this morning sitting in the pews has to worry about the food you put in your belly or the clothes you put on your back. So, okay, Lord, we won't worry about what we're going to eat. We won't worry about what we're going to wear. Because all of us can go home and open up the double doors of our 25 cubic square foot refrigerator that has automatic ice maker and see all kinds of food in it. Or we can go home and we can look in our closet and see a closet full of clothes and shoes. Does it mean people in 2019 America, there aren't some that worry about food and clothing? There are. But again, I'd venture to say it's nobody sitting in the pews here this morning. Now the disciples, Peter said, we've given up everything to follow you. They probably worried back in that day and age about what they would put in their belly the next day. Maybe that their clothes would wear out as they were walking around with Jesus and how they would get more clothes. Most definitely people in that day and age with no fast food and clothing store around the corner would have worried about it, but not you and I. So we have to look at ourselves and say, what is it that makes us worry? What is it that fills us with anxiety? Could be a number of things. It's going to be different for you than it is for me. It could be the presentation you made at your job didn't go very well and they lost a customer. And now you're worried you're going to lose your job. That's a definite worry. Because if you lose your job, then you can't pay for your new car and you can't pay for your house. Maybe the anxiety is losing your spouse. Maybe the anxiety is losing a child to cancer or some other disease or a car wreck. Maybe the anxiety, the worry is you failed enough tests at school that they may kick you out of school. There's all kinds of things, all kinds of worries and anxiety that fill us that what Jesus is saying here in our text can be applied to us. Here's the thing. Here's what we have to remember. Whatever these things are that cause us to worry, whatever these things are that cause us to have anxiety, well, there's an underlying problem for all of us. The underlying problem is a lack of trust in God that he will provide for us what we need. That's the real problem that goes on. The issue isn't whether you worry too much. The issue isn't whether you're filled with too much anxiety. I could very easily have made this sermon a sermon about you shouldn't worry and you shouldn't be anxious and then you'd worry about your worrying and you'd be anxious about being anxious. There's drugs for that. That's not what this sermon's about. Those are symptoms of the underlying problem 
And the underlying problem is our lack of trust in God to provide for us what we actually need. Oh, you of little faith, drugs can't help with that. Neither can more money, more success, more stuff. None of that, none of that works. None of that relieves the worry or the anxiety. Faith, faith is a gift from God. Faith is a gift that he gave to you in the waters of holy baptism. In the waters of holy baptism, you were given the gift of faith. Your sins were forgiven. You were empowered by the Holy Spirit. And God brought you into himself. He linked you with Jesus Christ so that now Christ lives in you and through you and you live in Christ. And you know what Jesus says? I conquered death. Death has no more dominion over you. I've destroyed the power of death. You know what that means? You don't have to worry about death. Death has been defeated. Death is but a passageway to heaven, to eternal life. So you don't have to worry about death. The other thing that happened in the waters of holy baptism, when you were baptized into Christ, you rose in his resurrection. You died in his death. You rose in his resurrection. You are now a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has already come. So you can quit being anxious about whether you're going to get into heaven. You are. So you don't have to worry about death. You don't have to worry about whether you're going to get into heaven. So what are you worried about? What are you anxious about? Seriously. All of us sitting here today, or all of you sitting here, and me standing here in the pulpit, we worry and we're filled with anxiety. What are you worried about? What are you anxious about? Do you understand that if you lost everything the world has to offer, you've lost nothing? You still have conquered death and you'll rise and go to heaven and live there forever with your Lord and Savior. If you're given everything the world has to offer, you haven't gained any more than what you've already been given by having forgiveness, life, and salvation and living in heaven with your Lord. So what are you worried about? What are you anxious about? Martin Luther once said, Take they our life, goods, fame, child, and wife. Let these all be gone. They yet have nothing won. The kingdom ours remaineth. Who does our Lord hold up as the heroes for us in our text for today? Ravens and wildflowers. He says, consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn. And yet, God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And of which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to a span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass which is alive in the field today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? Ravens and wildflowers 
are not examples of great faith. They are simply things that God has created and they do what the Lord has asked them to do. And yet he cares for them. He feeds the birds so that they're full. He arrays the wildflowers, the lilies of the field in magnificent glory, greater glory than even Solomon himself. If he takes care of these things just because he created them, brothers and sisters in Christ, how much more will he take care of you who not only he created but was crucified for? He loves you so much He bore your sins in his body, and he died your death for you. You think he's going to leave you astray on this earth and not take care of you? You, who he has forgiven, who's given you righteousness so that you are glorious in his eyes, you who he calls his own child and says, you are mine and I am yours, you who he gives the Holy Spirit to, the author and giver of life. What are you worried about? What are you anxious about? You've been given everything already, and nothing, moth, rust, sin, the earth, nothing can destroy it or take it away. What are you worried about? What are you anxious about? Everything is yours already. And it lasts forever and ever. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.